Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode 21, I'm joined by one of my best friends, Nella, who knows for sure that everything passes. And I think knowing Nella and what she shares on the show too, you can really take her as knowing this in a very deep way. Nella fled a war in, um, many, many years ago and has the remnants of that in her life and in her awareness and in her understanding of the world that sometimes really, really bad stuff happens, but it won't last forever. And even through the trauma of that and the effects that that had and when she eventually dealt with effects that that had and everything, that she really still holds on to that. And in the middle of this pandemic that we're still in, that she knows it's not going to last forever because nothing does because she's been in worse situations and she knows that, you know, the sun will shine again and this won't be her experience forever. So it was wonderful for me to be able to record this with one of my best friends and I think it's such a wise and insightful podcast. So I hope that you enjoy it. Today on What Do You Know For Sure podcast, I'm so delighted to be joined by one of my best friends in the world, Nella. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Anne. I know, I know. And tell us a wee bit about you. Now, you have answered this before because you were on my radio show number 56 a wee back in May 2019. So it was ages ago that you answered this question. But before we get started on that, tell us a wee bit about you. Uh, my name is Nella. We are... Uh, best friends and I love having you as one of my best friends because it really enriches my life. Um, why I'm focusing on that is probably linked to what this podcast is about. So um, yeah, apart from that, um, I work in events. It's been quite a tough year for us this year. So we've had to be quite kind of um, creative with what we do and how we do it. Yeah. But you know, all those things bring bring some good challenges and some learnings and all of that. So mm-hmm. That's kind of maybe who I am now, <laughs> slightly different from who I was uh, on your 50, was, what was it, 57th show? 56th. You were 56th. the show right after the First Minister, actually. So Yeah, tough act to follow, but I was quite, quite uh, pleased well. that I was straight after the First Minister. So, uh, And she's been amazing throughout this whole thing. As, as a woman leader, I think she's she's really been incredible. So, yeah. Yep. Great, great. So tell me, Nella, today... As we sit here and we're recording this in January 2021, what do you know for sure? I think what I know for sure with my previous experiences in life and what we're going through just now is that everything passes. Mm. So um, this too shall pass and it will bring us to a, a different place. I'm not going to say better or worse. It's just going to lead us on a slightly different path and um, we'll be okay I definitely know that we will be okay. We may be slightly different. We may be somewhat changed. We may do things differently, but that's not always a bad thing. So um, I know that I come originally from Bosnia and living through um, kind of a, a war situation, You, there's no worse thing you can imagine probably happening to a country or to, to a person, but it changes you. And it's not all for the worst. I mean, there's so many good things that have come out of my history and now this is quite a major life-altering situation we're in at the moment. And I'm quite calm about it because I know things will be okay. So if I've known anything in any year for sure, it's this this time now that, that we will definitely all be okay. 
And when did you begin to feel like that, Nella? Because obviously, when the Bosnian War broke out, you were 15, were you, Nella? Yeah. Yeah, 15. And you couldn't have possibly had that perspective then, I would imagine, at the age of 15 and in the middle of a war. So when was the tipping point, do you think, in your life, in your early 40s now, when was the tipping point in your life where you started to realise this will be okay? This too shall pass. Yeah, I think it took a while because you kind of jump into just kind of fight or flight situation. Not that dramatic, it's just the, the, the turn of phrase for it, but you just kind of live and you live and you live every day and you make sure that everything's okay in the life that you live. And then when you have some time to breathe, and I think that probably for me was around the age of 35 and I'm 44 now, so quite a few years after all of that happening. And I think there's various different reasons for that. Um, You just, I think it's at the moment when you can breathe around whatever tough situation you've had and you can have gain a bit of perspective and think, well, I've been okay for all this time. Of course Mm -hmm. I'm okay and everything is fine. So, um, then everything else after that becomes so much easier. It was always really, really good for me. So that kind of situation, I think this is where maybe I'm really hoping that the world is going, that trivial things that we stress and worry about become so unimportant. So, you know, I've always been, and since since I was really young in conversations where people were stressing about things and my mind would go to real life and death kind of situations and not on purpose. And it wasn't a downer. It was just a really stabilizing thought in my head to say, mm. you know, everybody has their issues. They're as big as they, they are in their minds, but I know that they'll be okay because these things are not so big. And hopefully one day they will realize that too. So um, now I'm much quicker with that. I can see things for the, for example, this situation now, I'm sure a lot of people are worrying tremendously. Um, I don't think I am because of maybe of my history and mm-hmm. where I've been. So I've got hindsight and I've got, all that experience to, to draw on to, to think, you know, we will be okay because we'll pull together and we'll, you know, maybe trivial things won't be so important anymore. And the things that really matter, like seeing your friends and hanging out should be the most important thing. And I've always believed that and I believe it even more now. So, so yeah. given like what you've been saying, then it's that real thing that life almost has been your greatest teacher. Do you feel that? I think it's a lot- 100% life and by life it's certain situations which are bigger than anything else around mm. you and then the people that have come into my life as a result of all of those situations some by you know family and people that, that bring you into this world and then the second family which is all the friends and people that are really close to you so I'm immensely grateful for for that family that I have and they have also been biggest my biggest teachers in life is is how kind people can be how open-hearted they can be how funny they can be how much how much they just bring into your life and those are the, those are my two you know watching those kind of situations is where I learn about life the most I think yeah yeah and obviously you were talking about the the pandemic and how long I'm just interested because I can't remember honestly but how far into the pandemic were we until you actually thought this will this will be okay? Or do you think you always thought this will be okay? I mean, last March? I, I, I don't want to minimise what's happening. It's a, it's a massive, big, life-changing thing we're going through. But what I'm talking about is probably 
the other thing I've always known will be okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've also had kind of uh, moments where you know you're closed in, you're closed in from the life that you know. So that's really difficult. Yeah, but it's okay. We we've found time for each other. We have people who we love in our lives, and that's what's made it okay. But from a from a general point of view, life just goes on. I, I know it's a, maybe a cliche, and it's just, it's just how it is. It won't stop for us. It won't stop for a pandemic. It won't stop because of our worrying thoughts. It won't stop for anything. It will just keep going. And that in itself means that everything will be okay. So does that make you walk forward in the future in a different way? Because you sort of have this knowing. I can I can sort of deal with whatever's going to come up. Do you have that confidence as you walk through your life? I think I do. Uh, I think it's just, it's actually come out of probably my instinct for survival rather than, uh, so I don't know if I would call it confidence. It is probably a type of confidence, but it is, it's, it's been born out of instinct to survive and knowing that it will be okay. So yes, I think I do. I, I think I am going forward. I think it will end one day. It has to, or something will change in a way where we'll, we'll be able to move on. It will have repercussions and it has repercussions on many people. So again, I'm not minimizing any of that, you know, the, the impact it has, but some really good things will be born out of that, I think. Yeah. And so you very much take the lessons you know often I'll I'll be heard saying and I've probably said it in this podcast quite a few times that if we don't learn the lessons from the big stuff in life then they were sort of a wasted on us um yeah but you can't lessons they teach you whether you want them to teach you Mm. or not you you can't escape them teaching you so you know Mm. something will get lodged in that process and it may not come out straight away you may not know there and then but maybe in 10 years 20 years time you'll be going Maybe this has to do with that situation, that situation. And so it's that nuance, isn't it, between what gets lodged? Is it trauma that gets lodged? Is it survival? Is it actually something very inspirational almost? How do I how do I go on yeah. after this? Have you do you think you've ever have you any thoughts on that? How how do we control what gets lodged? I think um I think that's a really interesting point. And I think it can get lodged as all the those three things that you've described. But sometimes it can get, let's think about the worst one, it being lodged as trauma. It's then up to us to take it through those next two phases where it becomes inspirational on the other end. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you take the trauma, what you do with it is how it's mm-hmm. going to impact your life. So, you know, and it's a hard process and can be really difficult. Some traumas are extremely, you know, effective in, in messing up your life. So I think... What you do with that, you can turn it to your advantage in some ways, always, I think. And do you think that you turned the trauma of that terrible time in Bosnia? Do you think that you turned that you turned that around? Probably not consciously, mm. but 100%. What I know for sure is that probably that's what that was, yeah. When you... I think it's driven me to, to be fearless and to pursue life and, you know, mm-hmm. to take opportunities, even though I may be scared, but that, that the, the drive is tougher than the, the fears. So you kind of, it beats beats that and you kind of go forward and failure is not a massive problem. You know, you, you, you try, okay, you fail, but it doesn't mean you're done. Mm. You just keep going. So I think it definitely has had impact. I mean, it kind of brings you to the lowest common denominator. This is life. 
And then you stare it in the face and then you go, well, if that's life, then all of these things, other things are kind of distractions in a way that, mm-hmm. that shouldn't have such a loud voice. So that's easy, easier to, to balance once those, but everybody has bad days and, you know, you allow the, those voices to, to, to get to you on a daily basis and then you get stressed about this or that. But if I really need to kind of reevaluate my life, I always have a really good starting point, which is black and white nearly and just goes you'll be okay yeah because you know what that whole idea that if you were to pull yourself up above and look down at your life as a linear line then it sort of makes sense for me it it sort of all makes sense for instance if there had not been a war in Sarajevo when you lived there would we ever be friends probably not because you maybe never would have left Sarajevo you know that way yeah Um, so I suppose it's just having that confidence that if there's trauma, we need to deal with it probably, don't we? And we want yeah. to be prepared for that after this pandemic. Everybody should should try and deal with their trauma. But, you know, people are individual and it, it, it can't be forced. You have to want to do it for yourself. I think that's that's the that's the biggest step of, of all of them. And my trauma was kind of big, but not... I mean, I always think it wasn't as traumatic on me personally because I didn't lose anybody in the war and you know if we had all stayed as a family probably one of us wouldn't have made it out alive so you know there's that immediate trauma which is much harder then there's the trauma of losing identities and countries and all of those things so and it's all valued differently for different people everybody will will experience those things in in a different way so it's kind of maybe not fair to generalize trauma like that because no. some 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 of it is quite tough and takes more but i think probably if you can use it to your advantage then then it can you can maybe somehow live it a better life yeah i think you the know? important thing would be to recognize there's trauma and try and find help with that isn't it really yeah yeah. You know, you can't help yeah. fix it ourselves. If anybody would like to listen to the show, Renella, where she does talk about having to leave Sarajevo, just go on to my Mixcloud and search Anne Hughes Ignite and you'll be able to scroll back to show number 56 on the 20th of May 2019 to listen to that conversation. Nella, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Anne. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching Anne Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.